This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Happy Friday! It's Friday yeah. <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Did you? I literally I've never was done about that to, before. I was That's about okay. to say it. <laughs> How are you? How are you? Oh you my go god! First. You go first. Actually, this is really scary. We're actually like finishing each other's sentences and saying the same things. Um, we're like I'm the Beckhams. Right. We <laughs> like the Beckhams. Um, I'm okay. I'm fine. I mean, this weather is really pissing me off. I'm not going to lie. Like, I mean. <sighs> We've allowed out, but now we have to sit in the rain. Sorry, what? That's just not fun. I, I just—it's just so cold. I'm absolutely <laughs> freezing. Like I, th- I, I think I watched a football match. I can't believe I'm saying that on the television. <laughs> what? Thinking, what? <laughs> yeah, it doesn't made me. Doesn't made me watch it this yeah. week. And I think it was snowing in Manchester. <laughs> Oh my god! I watched it. I watched yeah. it. it. Was yeah, James. You watched, watched it too. It. Yeah, I did. Well, I don't. Yeah, I am. I am sat next to him. Yeah. I, I said I'm watching it. It's, it's there. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It was snowing. It was mm. actually snowing, and we had hailstones. Um, yeah, I mean, roll on May seventeenth when we can actually sit inside. The scary thing for me was is that you know you're approaching forty when you see snow in May and you think, oh gosh. I bet the flowers are having an absolute nightmare. That's what I was thinking. I kept saying to Doz, what about the Bluebells? He was like, I'm trying to watch Manchester City play and it's the Champions yeah, League up. final or something. I don't know. I was like, oh, okay, sorry. Um, anyway, so yeah, the weather weather chat has been, weather, weather's been a bit tricky, hasn't it? We don't know what to wear. I keep going out in like nice like maxi dresses and absolutely freezing my tits off and ending up coming back in like a hat. Yeah, is I think you have to wear like five layers when you go out. Like on the school run, I'm wearing five layers, and then on the way back, I can take one off. By eleven, I've got them all off, and then by one, they're all back on again. It's yeah, it's very confusing. Can we talk about your peloton? What's going on? I'm a bit confused. You have oh no, I don't have a peloton. No, 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 I don't have a peloton. I am actually going to order one. I've been thinking about it for ages. I'm gonna do it, Um, but I downloaded the app because you don't have to have a Peloton bike um, to okay. use the app. Um, and they've just, it's amazing. It's so good, um, especially if you try and cram your workouts in, you know, like just in half an hour. So you can go on there, you filter by how long you want to work out for, what music okay. you like to listen to, um, like what equipment you've got, what instructors you like. And then like they just bring up videos. So I've been doing most of the hit ones, but you can pick like the, yeah, all like different music. So like one day it'll be like hit 
hip hop and the next one it'll be like 90s amazing it's, so, it's really really good like really good really enjoy it I'm not loyal to apps <laughs> I'm really not loyal to fitness apps <laughs> I do the like free free 30 day trial and then I move on to another one but I think this one I might just stick with it She's not loyal, um, kids. She's a great friend, but if you've got no. an app, she'll be moving on to the next one before yeah. you can say I'll app. do the free trial. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's been going on your end? Um, what's been going on my end? Not a lot, if I'm honest. I've been trying to work and juggle and just kids and life. And I don't really have very much news, to be honest with you. How boring. I oh, know, neither do I, apart from a little Gigi has just walked into the room. I heard a little <laughs> tiny squeaking diva in the background. Are you okay, darling? Let's do the Q&A and let's jump straight in. Gigi, you going to answer some questions as well for us? Yeah. 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 <laughs> right. First question, you're going to kick us off. Can you tell us about your weddings? Love the podcast. That's from Pauline. Um, so I got married in Portugal. Um, how many years ago now? I don't know. A long time ago. Seven years ago, maybe? Something like that. I don't know. I don't know how long ago it was. I think it was seven years ago. It was 2014. Most people it's etched in people's memory. They know the date. No, it's not. It's definitely not etched in my memory. Um, and it it was, I don't know really what to say. It was lovely. Like, we got married in the hills, like in a church, um, which was just up the road from my auntie's house. And then we all went back to my auntie's house, like had drinks and all that kind of stuff. And then we actually had the reception in a restaurant. Um, and it was a bit weird because they didn't really do weddings, but we'd been there the previous summer and James just asked them. We weren't even engaged at this point. He just said to them, oh, oh would you do a wedding in here? And they said no. Um, so we were like, oh, okay, fine, leave it. But in the end, we managed to persuade them. And yeah, I mean, it was quite like a, what is it, quite like laid back. We had Prosecco yeah. on draft, which was really fun. Of course you did. Um, and yeah, like just, I think. What was your first maybe dance? like 70 people. We did uh, a medley and we actually had a choreographer. Oh no, this um, is excellent. Let's get to this by, bit. I, I'll find it. Do you know what? I'll actually find it. It was Robin Thicke and it started with like, you know, like I'm last without you, that one. And then it went into, um, oh God, what's this? Uh, what's his really famous song? Um, you know what I want you? That one. It yeah. went into that. Yeah. Um and that's what we did. That so was you did wedding. one of those you did one of those like really excellent but kind of cringy choreographed <laughs> choreographed choreographed right. the wedding dances yes we need to see it you need to do it on Insta yeah I will I'll put it on okay. Insta we actually didn't do the full dance because obviously when you've got a dress on you can't actually you can't you can't do a choreographed dance so we had lessons <laughs> Which James was fuming about. Like, I remember they just knocked, the choreographer knocked on the door of our flat and she just came in and James literally looked at me like, what, 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 what the fuck is going on? <laughs> what, who is this woman? Um, but it was fun. Like it was just all very laid back. It, it doesn't even feel like the wedding day was it because everyone was on holiday. I'm mm. sure you, like you were the same. It's not just one day. We had like my birthday party a couple of days after. We had like, you know, Hindu, stag do all in that week. Um, Amazing. Was, yeah, They're the best. It was best. just lovely. You know it was like a group holiday yeah. of like 70 people. Do you yeah. know what I mean? That's what it was like. And it was lovely. Um, and I would probably, you know, like I think back, even though it was so long ago, I'd probably just do exactly the same again. Yeah. Um, I don't think there's really anything that I'd do different. Um, how about you? Love that. 
Well, we we had quite similar weddings because we both had destination weddings, didn't we? Because we got yes. married in Ibiza, two thousand and seventeen. So yeah, we're coming up to our four year um, anniversary, and we had basically a similar setup. We had a bunch of our mates out there. I think we had about one hundred and twenty people at the wedding. Some of who live on the island. We got married at our friend Ali's house. Uh, her house is called Cambasora, and it's in the north of the island near San Miguel. We were so lucky that she was like, do you want to get married? Um, she's my best mate. So she was like, let me host it. Um, and yeah, we had this amazing like humanist ceremony outside in the garden uh, looking over the hills. And then we sort of mooched down to the pool area like via loads of cocktails and canapes. And then, yeah, Becky Hill performed at our reception. Oh my God, amazing. <laughs> she she goes out with one of our mates and I was like, Charlie, hi, do you reckon Becky will sing at the wedding? <laughs> and he was like, I was like, if you love me charlie you'll make this happen um and she was absolutely incredible and then we had our first dance fleetwood mac everywhere around the pool and then we turned the haman spa into a rave cave we basically turned it into space closing and we had we had like smoke machines and glitter balls and there were loads of different djs and it finished i mean i wouldn't expect anything different from you so we left at 8am and it was still going (laughs) (laughs) it was fantastic i want to do it again Oh, well, maybe next wedding we'll do, we'll do something Next wedding, we'll we get married to each other. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Or second marriage. I always yeah. say to James, on my next wedding. Yeah, you're great for my first my husband. Next husband. Yeah. yeah, so this was yeah. all right for, you know, first radio. Um, anyway, let's go on to another question. Did your eldest child struggle with jealousy when baby sibling came along? I think we had quite similar experiences with this. There wasn't really mm. any jealousy at all. Was, Axel wasn't jealous, was he? No. No, I think we've touched on this and I think we both did, you know, th- worry about it. Definitely, I was I was so worried about it in the lead up. Um, and I spoke to Chris and Rose from Expect the Best um, and did a few little things um, that are meant to help, you know. Who knows if it actually does, but we did them, like made sure Axel bought Gigi a gift, make, made sure Gigi bought Axel a gift. I made sure I wasn't holding Gigi when Axel came into the hospital. Yeah. He could discover, you know, he could discover her. I sort of made sure when people came round, they always went to him first and said, oh, can you show me your baby sister? Those little yeah. things we did. Um, I don't know if that's the reason why um, there wasn't any jealousy but also Axel started preschool when Gigi was only like maybe two months old Mm. and I think that was really good because Mm. he was five days a week all like loads of attention meeting new friends so he wasn't really worried about what we were up to yeah very similar situation our end as well so I think you know if you we we don't know if those little things work but somebody gave us some good advice Chris and Rose Mm. obviously they're kind of our go-to and various other people had kind of said those things to us to try and I think they kind of worked um you know you're definitely going to come up against little bits of jealousy Luna sometimes said to me in private, well, you love me more than you love Kit, don't you? And I go, I can't say that to you because it's not true. Um, but I think she, you know, she sometimes need a, needs a little bit more um, of the sort of intense um, affection and love for some reason. He's just a bit more kind of like casual with it, but she needs a bit, little bit more reassurance. But who knows whether that's to do with elder or younger sibling. I think that's just to do with different personalities, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, and also, do you know what? I think with age as well, I think Axel started doing that with me. Like, oh, mummy, you're my favourite. You know, like, oh, you're my best friend. It's all that, isn't it? Like, you're the yeah. best. Yeah, um, and I'm the best. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, but I'm usually like, yeah, you are my favourite. 
Oh, George. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm joking. Some days he is. Yes. Um, some days he's not. Right, here's the next question. Do you struggle with the juggle of two or more kids with such small age gaps? George. Um, I guess yes and no. Like when Gigi first arrived, like I said, Axel started preschool quite shortly after. Um, and that definitely helped. I'd say it was a bit trickier when Axel was three and a half and Gigi was, you know, one. I th- thought that was that was a bit trickier because they have so like such different needs at yeah. that age. Like, it, yeah, it, that's that's when I found it harder. Um, but now, again, we're sort of coming out of it. Gigi's almost two. Axel will be five um, in uh, August. And... They can go on their scooters together now. You know, when yeah. we're in the park, she can do all the things that he, you know, he can do. So mm. I think it just, and I'm sure it will change again, you know, when she's five and he's eight, it will change because they'll have, the, you know, different likes and, and different needs. So, um, yes, of course, there's always going to be a challenge, but it kind, it, it's not all the time. There's times when they, that age gap feels smaller. Yeah, um, I think George so. is right there. Actually, I think there were there were definitely times where, I mean, I look back at videos and I remember thinking, "Wow, I've got a newborn. I've got Luna who wasn't even two, um, and I had Isla who was um, five, and I just." I, I just remember thinking, oh my God, I'm drowning here. There were periods yeah. of time that went on, extended periods of time when I had to look after all three of them. I just felt very overwhelmed. I actually, looking back on it, should have definitely asked for more help during those periods. But I'm one of those personalities. I'm like, no, 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 I'm just going to get on with it. I'm just going to get on with it. And then when I'm doing it, I'm hating it because I feel like I'm not enjoying any of it. You know, Isla wants to do coloring in. Luna was drawing on the walls. Kit, I was trying to breastfeed or bottle feed. It was just intense periods of survival. So I definitely, definitely did. And and I'd say, like George said, I I feel like now we're we're coming out of it. You know, Kit's three, Luna's going to be five soon. Isla's turning eight in a couple of weeks. It's, you know, they work really well as a team. And I think that's really important if you've got more than one is to make sure that they are working as a team together. They've got to get on with it. You know, you're not there to be the clown clown performer entertainer 24 hours a day, seven days a week. They've got to do it to each other. George, what fashion pieces are on your current wish list? Um, oh, do you know what? <laughs> Since I got that cardigan, the colourful cardigan, I now want a proper Olivia Rubin one. That is oh, yeah. firmly on my wish list. It, it was one of those things. It's, I think it's £250 and I thought, oh, God, that's so much for a cardigan. Mm. Am I going to wear it? It's not exactly like neutral. Uh, but now I realise how much I can wear it. I can wear it over anything. I definitely want, um, yeah, like an investment one probably a bit better quality yeah um so that that's definitely on my list what about you i love olivia rubin as well all of her dresses if you if you haven't if you don't own an olivia rubin piece it's one of those really really special dresses um that you can kind of save up for and maybe wear to a wedding or something nice that's going Mm. on this summer because they are just gorgeous um i am I, I I keep putting it in my basket and then taking it out it's just just the black anine bing blazer um, oh yes it's 350 quid and it's like it's a blazer <laughs> 
And I'm yeah. like, 250 pounds for a blazer. But it's just, it's, it looks like the Julia Roberts blazer in Pretty Woman. And it just, it's like a timeless piece that you will just have in your wardrobe capsule collection. You'll just use it forever and ever and ever. White t-shirt, jeans. I mean, just work with everything. So yeah. I think I'm probably going to get it. And I've also seen a white Chanel bag, which I really, really want. But that's like, oh. that's spenny spenny. That's like be sick I mean, money. yeah. Chanel bags. I swear, when I was like 21 and was probably thinking I might get a Chanel bag for my birthday, which I didn't, by the way. Um, I think they were about £1,200 then. I yeah. swear now they're like £3,500. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good investment. Like, it, it is a good investment. But, I mean, I don't have £3,500 to spend on a handbag at the moment. So uh, Also, um, <sighs> the, 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 the sort of, I don't know when it's going to be, but maybe when something really exciting happens with us and we can treat ourselves. Um, Valentino, uh, there is, have you seen that beautiful pink balloon shirt? It's like bubblegum pink. Yes. Isn't it? <gasps> yes, I have. Beautiful. You could wear it as a dress, Stunning. but again, it's seventeen hundred pounds. Yeah. So that's not that's currently not happening. <laughs> These are all like big things on our wish list. Lit. Wish being the keyword. <laughs> um, how did you know you wanted more than one child? Currently deciding to try for second. Okay, um, I, I always knew that I wanted more than one. I think it was it was about you know I come from two. I've got an amazing older sister called Catherine, who's my best friend in the world. And we had such an incredible childhood playing together. We were so close in age. We're just two years apart and we were quite similar. And we just, she was just my best mate. She was just always there for me. Um, and so I knew that I didn't want to have an, uh, you know, have just one. That was just my personal thing. Um, I think, um, and, and actually, weirdly, ha- had Isla not been around, I probably would have gone again for three because I love having three children, mm. you know, so... Yeah, it's it's uh it's a wonderful dynamic actually. The house is always full, you know, the kids have always got playmates and yeah, yeah. okay, it's, it's crazy, but it's it's just a really lovely buzzy environment to be in and I'm, I I keep looking at them and thinking they are so lucky to have each other. They're going to grow yeah, up. Yeah, they are. Hopefully, there's going to be periods where they don't like each other, but they're going to grow up having each other to rely on all the time, you know, maybe living together or traveling together or, you know, partying together. It's just yeah, it's going to be great yeah. for them. It is incredible because they are actually all quite close in age. Yeah. So when they're in their 20s, like it'll be incredible yeah. for them. Yeah. <sighs> what about you? Um, I mean, I've spoken about this before, haven't I? I? I don't think I ever really knew that I wanted a second until it happened. Um, it was always a discussion James and I had. I was very much like, I'm happy having one child. He's one of four so he was you know he obviously wanted more children not necessarily four but he definitely wanted Axel to have a sibling um and then we got pregnant with Gigi had a bit of a flap for a few weeks (laughs) a bit of a flap a major flap for a few weeks and sort of I mean we had so many rows in that time um but obviously my you know my hormones were all over the place as well um and I definitely blamed him for that um and then you know now I'm just god I'm so happy that it happened like that and that we did it because I think in a weird way I feel like it's made Axel a, like kinder and like more gentle like yes like he's more gentle he was very I mean he was only like not even three when she was born but he was definitely a bit more you know rah, like rough and ready and around other people's children I was a bit scared but he's actually really sweet and kind and you know he maybe he would have been but I do think having a sibling and you know learning to share and kind of 
not everything centered around them yes. is a good thing if you can you know if you can do it i'm one of one and i'm more than happy you know i was so happy growing up so i don't think there's a right or no, a there wrong isn't. there isn't um but yeah that's that's kind of where my head's at <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back right after this when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. If you like this podcast, then why not check out one of our other amazing Create podcasts? If you just want a good laugh, then check out The Weekly Roast. Listen, listen, bitch. Oh, listen, make, make, make an entrance. I'm a week off sugar. Bad, uh, I, will, I will fly <laughs> to the UK and I will cut you both up. For the more cultured ones among you, join Laura Wright for music in my life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, let's go. <laughs> I'm so glad no one can see me right now because I'm doing. I was doing some weird dance moves. <laughs> yeah, then, yeah. Prefer a deep chat? Connie's got you covered on How Are You, the Wellbeing Podcast. So I just became a lot more productive and happier, mm. and for me, like that's just worth it. The Weekly Roast, Music in My Life, and How Are You. Just three more podcasts to feast your ears on. Find them wherever you found this podcast. Welcome back. Now, where were we? This is from Hannah. When and where is Made by Mama's live going to be? Hannah, Ooh. it's exciting. We have we can't we're not officially making the announcement yet, but it is going to be this year, and yeah. we are going to be making the announcement in the next, let's say, month. So watch yes, this, watch this space. It is happening. Actually, we probably need to throw some questions out to everyone on Instagram. Yeah. Like, where are you? You know, how much would you spend on a ticket? What would you expect from a ticket? Um, yeah. You know, all those kind of questions. Would you bring a mate? Would you come on your own? Um, so, yeah, if you've got any, you know, ideas that you'd like to any see. Any strong opinions? Um, maybe, yeah, strong yeah. opinions. And also please, guests. Just let us know. Yeah, guests exactly. for the live as well. That'd be great. DM us um, yeah. because we're putting everything together now. But, yeah, as Zoe said, the announcement is imminent. Oh, this next one. Um, letting a parent back into your life, how to deal? I feel like I can speak quite honestly about this question because even though um, I never said to my mum, you know, I don't want you in my life, there was a period of time after my dad died that we didn't speak. And that was really painful. And actually, for a while, I just didn't have any form of relationship with her um, for various reasons. And we really have tried to find a new way. And it's it was very, very slowly, slowly catchy monkey. And I remember when, you know, even after Kit was born, we would spend these times together and it would just be prickly and spiky. And, you know, we would row. And there was a lot of stuff and, from 
our past that I couldn't forgive her for. And I think it's really important to, if you've made the decision to let that parent back into your life, you cannot keep beating them with a stick. I don't know what's happened with this, but for a long time, I just wanted to punish her. I was just like, I can't get my head around it, you know, X, Y, and Z. And so even though I said, yeah, okay, you can be around us and the kid, I was just vile to her. I feel really terrible about that. I've had to do quite a lot of healing around it. Um, a turning point for me was seeing Caroline Britton actually, and having the inner child work that I, that I did, I did, um, some meditation and some inner child work with her only over zoom. And since that point of like finding my inner child, you know, it's very hard to go into now, but that whole kind of process of letting my 14 year old self heal and not blaming anybody else and accepting my mum for who she is. It's now meant that my relationship with her is better than ever. So yes, it's a very tricky one. Um, I don't know if it's, if it's your mum or your dad, this person, but, um, but either way, if you, if you do make the decision that you, you want them back in your life, then, then you have to stop punishing them. Yeah. It's a big one. Yeah, it is. It's a big Absolutely. one. It's a big one. But I'm here. If you want to DM me that person, I can talk to you about it. Um, how to get a three-year-old to accept preschool uniform. Very strong opinion on her clothes. <laughs> wow. I feel like this will be Gigi. She's already in the morning. She goes, don't like it. Don't, don't like, like it. it. And I think, oh, God. Um, oh, God. I don't really know what to say for this. But I guess it's just perseverance because mm. most schools have a school uniform. So preschool they're just prepping them aren't they for for reception um and yeah they they'll have to wear the uniform I guess every day so it is isn't it yeah maybe you could maybe you could say to her maybe you could buy some jazzy vests that she could choose that she could wear like some you know pepper pig knickers or just some whatever it is you know some maybe unicorn vest or whatever she's into and say to her right this is going to be your under uniform like armor and you get to Mm. wear it so you can wear that underneath and no one else will know you're wearing it but you'll know and then put the put the uniform on top give it a whirl idea that's I think that's what I'm gonna have to do with Luna because she asked me to buy the preschool jumper and then she saw the color blue and she was like oh it's not pink (laughs) I was like oh fuck I've created a pink bubblegum monster (laughs) do you know what though I didn't think of that because so many uniforms are like navy blue aren't they and there's so many girls who don't want to wear navy blue especially when they're four um yeah I hadn't thought of it but that's that (laughs) sounds like really good advice Zoe spoke about Luna's tantrum so much. My girl has been the same from 18 months. Any advice? Well, we've we've both got girls that love a, love a tantrum, haven't we? We have, indeed. <laughs> what do you do? Um, well, I guess I've learned from you because when you were going through it with Luna, we were doing this podcast and we spoke to various experts, including Chris and Rose, about it. And one thing that always stuck with me was to remain calm. So that is what I try to do. Um, I try, like, if she throws herself on the floor, like in the middle of a road and it's dangerous, then of course I just pick her up, take her away from the danger and then like, yeah. trying you know get down to her level and try and calm down we had it today actually when we were out um but if we're at home it sounds bad but I just try and ignore her like I try and just not even rise to it not even give her attention um but yeah if she's in danger I definitely like take her away from the danger try and calm her down um and it I don't know if it, it, it I guess it works you know she's not having tantrums all the time um 
but some weeks are definitely better than <laughs> better than others um so yeah for me it's I just try and stay calm because as soon as you know I start getting cross then she gets worse and then it, it just kind of becomes this huge explosion whereas if one of us is calm it kind of diffuses it a, a slightly yeah um yeah so I think yeah that's, that's right. my approach yeah exactly and I would echo that actually um and if you do want any more information on it we have done a whole podcast around the testing twos um yes. and the tantrums and how to deal with them so do, do go back and have a listen in the library there's loads of them on there we as, as georgia said we spoke to various experts on it but staying calm is key yeah. <laughs> not easy <laughs> no it's not easy exactly easier said than done uh do you like living in the suburbs i don't live in the suburbs <laughs> <laughs> i don't live in the suburbs do you live in the suburbs what does that mean? Like, the suburbs of London, I think. No, not anymore. In the I live in Essex now. I live. I do live in a town, though. I live in Brentwood, and yeah. I'm. Be- you know, I can walk to a high street and stuff like that. But um, I've. Oh, I say I've always lived in in the suburbs, but I haven't because when James and I lived in like Glasgow and Manchester, we always lived sort of in the city. Um, but yeah, I do like it actually. I do, yeah. I like I like living a bit out of London. Um, yeah, you, yeah. You live in Essex. You love Essex. Yeah, I love it. Absolutely love Essex. I want to come around to well, Essex because they've got bows on their doors at Christmas time. Oh, everybody needs to come it's to amazing. Essex at Christmas. I'm going to channel some of that in Surrey. Um, do it. Yeah. No, I, I think you probably say that I live in the countryside now. Like, I think that's it's it's very green where I live. Very, very green. And it's lovely. But we're actually, um, obviously, we're house hunting at the moment. So I don't want to say too much because I don't want to jinx it. But if we if we get this house that we love, we're moving a little bit in. And actually, one of our, Louise Rose, she's been on the podcast. I spoke to her the other day. She bought that yeah. amazing house in um, Penn. And then like yes. did it, it was like Mary Berry's house or something. Yeah, did it up. They moved straight back from LA. And she, she suddenly realized that there was nobody of a similar age bracket to her. And she missed her friends. So they've, they're, they're moving back into London. Oh, um, are they? So interesting. I, I do feel like we're a bit of ahead of ourselves here. We're probably 15 years. We're still young. Do you know what I mean? Like, Dawson's only 36. Yeah. I don't want yeah. yeah. Do you remember when I was moving? So we were in a rented house before this and we needed to, like, basically we needed to find somewhere permanent because mm. of actual school. And we were having the conversation and you were like, wouldn't you, you know, don't you want to move to, like, your forever home? And I was like, I feel too young. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> I remember saying that. I was like, I just feel too young for it. I just... I'm just not ready for that yet. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's nice. I don't know. It's nice to have a bit of a buzz Life. around and yeah. being able to get to a coffee shop or a restaurant or be able to walk back from the pub. Um, just Me and Georgia are townies. We're townies, really. We are. I mean, we, do you think you and Doz, when the kids are grown up and left, will move back in? We'll be living London. in Ibiza like a couple of hippies by then. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be naked and smoking weed every day. Oh, yeah, they will. <laughs> they actually will. It's not even a joke. <laughs> uh, does your interior style align with your other half? If not, who wins? <laughs> I don't have any interior style. No, I don't. I, I, we're not. Do you know what? I've got to be honest with you. Because we've had the babies and we've had, had Isla and working on our careers. I don't. I haven't spent any time spending your money or investing in anything nice in the house for seven years I've got to be honest with you nothing and it's got to that point I looked around the other day me and Doz were like everything is fucked you know (laughs) 
everything is ruined. And so the next move is going to be, because we're buying, is going to be the place which we do up and we do it really nicely. I, I'm determined to. And I will win when it comes yeah, to Yeah, of course. So, of course, absolutely. What about you? You do all the decisions, though. Um, do you know what I'd like to say I do but I don't think I do because I realized that if I had my way like our house would be so like all over the place like you know like I love sequins and all that kind of stuff I feel like our house would be like very eclectic mismatch of all the different things that I like and I probably have a pink kitchen or something like that um so I definitely toned down okay my taste I like your style do you know what I mean? Like I kind mm. of tone it down a bit. I think it would be a lot more out there if I have my my own way, yeah. Um, which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> it would probably be terrible. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, James is actually quite into it now as well. So I definitely have to take his, you know, his- Give him some credit. His, yeah, yeah nice. exactly. I definitely take, yeah. It's not just me. Now, um, this is a question which is, I think it's going to be very easy for us to answer. Do you count calories? No. Nope. No. No way. Literally no. 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 Not just not at all. I wouldn't even have a clue where to start anymore either. Actually, Doz is, Doz is calorie counting at the moment because he's on this he's got to shift some of the sort of weight from when he was playing rugby and he just you know he's still 120 kilos or whatever and he just Mm. wants to be around 110 so Mm. he's trying and the only way for him to do that is to count cows and measure everything. So I'm kind of witnessing it at the moment. But obviously it's just not something that I do at all. I can't do it. I spent too long doing it and it just got me into a whole mm. heap of trouble. I think some people, this is why I think diet and conversations around food are quite dangerous in a way in terms of giving yeah. advice because what works for one person doesn't work for another person. And I think if you are the person that needs structure and you need to know how many calories you're eating per day to know how much to burn off with exercise or walking, whatever it is, then that works for you. But for me, I don't need mm. to know that. I just I just eat well and I treat myself when I want to and I drink wine when yeah. I want to and I just exercise because I love it. That's kind of where yeah. my, I, I think it's taken me 39 years nearly to get to that. Yeah, no, do you know what I was going to say? I agree with that. And also if you've got quite, uh, you know, like a, not addict, yeah, addictive personality, yes. I guess. I think counting calories can be quite dangerous um, because you can become, quite, you know, quite obsessed with it. Um, but to be honest, like, I, sometimes I wish I could be the person that counted calories because I just, I just don't have the willpower to do mm. it. Um, and I've got this far, so I think... I'm not going to start now. Yeah, <laughs> I can't be, be bothered. You're great anyway. You don't need, yeah. um, how do you embrace the chaos and not get stressed over mess and how much there always is? Uh, I don't think I do all the time, actually. Do you embrace the chaos? Um, No, but I think people have different levels of chaos. Like I'm messy. I've always been messy. So I can, you know, I, I, I can kind of accept mess so that, that's something that would drive someone else mad. Um, I don't like noise. <laughs> so yes. that's a, that's the kind of thing that gets on my nerves. And I, I, I want to say I embrace it. It's one of them, isn't it? Some days I, I can embrace it because I just think, no, you know, I, I think it was Debbie Bright that said something like, you know, the dishes can wait, the this can wait. They're only going to be little for that, you know, this long. It was something along those lines. And I remember on it on a day where I felt really stressed out and I just wanted to scream. I read that and I thought, no, you know what? 
you're so right I'm gonna miss this chaos one day and so some days I can feel like that and I you know it can be chaos and it's wonderful and they're young and they're having fun but on other days you think oh just give me a fucking break (laughs) just give me a break (laughs) yeah um so it's a bit of both isn't it yeah it is and it's rock and roll it's like up and down highs and lows you know it's like calm I just some days I really cope with it and I really manage it well other days I am shouty snappy you know not enjoying it wanting to get the hell out of there other days it's bliss yeah. and I and I roll with it and I just I'm fun mum and it depends on how I'm feeling really but I also think it depends on the kids some days you know they're playing really nicely and they don't want to destruct and destroy and then other days mm. you know it's 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 carnage. So yeah, yeah I think exactly. Up and down. And this yeah. is interesting. The magic sleep fairy or calm and bright approach to sleep. Ooh, I think they both offer quite different things. Yes. Um, the magic sleep fairy, Alison, I, I forever like will love her because Gigi slept through the night at six weeks old. Seven till seven because of Alison. <laughs> yeah, you think it was her, don't you? Yeah, and definitely. I'm... Oh, I read the book. I spoke to Alison on the phone. And so I think Alison is pretty down the line. You know, this is this is how you do it. You follow her plan exactly. Um, she's quite, I guess, militant with it. And that's fine. I enjoyed that. I actually recommended her to my friend um, Lucy this year. Her baby, similar, slept through the night really early. And she's that kind of person. You know, she likes that. But I've got another friend who can't, you know, cannot get on board with that. And so Karma Bright, the Karma Bright girls will be so much better for her. Um, I think they're both amazing. Yeah, They're both great for different things. Um, So... Yeah, we don't have a divisive answer on this because no. we've worked with them both and actually both yeah. of them worked for us at different times during during our parenting journeys. Like Georgia said, Alison came into the house when Kit was nine weeks old and he was in so yeah. much pain with his reflux, foaming at the mouth, not sleeping. You know, I was in bits and she just took over for three days and she fixed our little family so that I could enjoy being a new mum again. So I will yeah. always be eternally grateful to her. At the same time, I remember calling um, Gem and Eve you know, uh, when Luna was going through her night terrors and tantrums and yes. it was just hell. And we got these worry dolls and we did their plan and, you know, and it really worked. So, mm. yeah, I've had great experiences with both of them. It's interesting. Have you found your friendship groups have got bigger or smaller as you've got older? What about you, G? I actually read this and I don't know, in a weird way, at the moment, bigger because, you know, like... Axel goes to primary school now. So then I've met mums from primary school. We've moved to a new area. So I've reconnected with people who I didn't even know lived around here. So, you know, I've picked up some different groups of friends. Um, So, yeah, bigger now. Mm. Um, But when Axel was first born, way smaller. (laughs) Just me, Um, wasn't it? (laughs) It's just me. Yeah, one one friend. Um, Yeah, like much smaller. But I do think, you know we've made quite a few life changes you know in the last year we've moved house we're a bit more settled Axel goes you know goes to school Gigi's at nursery so there's a lot more you know, different cliques of people um that we socialize with now mm-hmm. so bigger for now um but it, 
it, it's kind of come back around. Friends who didn't have kids when I had Axel now do have children. So then we reconnected again. Mm. Um, so yeah, what about you? What would you say? I was thinking about this as well the other day. Just, I don't really have, I, I know a lot of people because of my years of doing what I've been doing. And so when I go out to events, you know, I'll always say hi to people. And, you know, there's always that sort of like, giddy moment where you're like oh look at all these people um but like soulmates best mates I can count them on one hand like that's that's absolutely true actually probably two hands a really tight circle um and they're actually not I mean my one of my best mates Ali she's in her 50s and you know has got grown-up kids so they're not even necessarily people that have got young kids um yeah you know, and my other two best mates, a gay couple, Nick and Tim, who are Luna's godfathers. And, you know, they they feel like home to me. I've known them for such a long mm. time. They're just my safe space where I go to feel kind of nurtured and looked after. So, yeah, my friendship group's probably got smaller. But then I've got, you know, people in the area, like my friend Hannah, who I met at a baby group in Guildford about, well, when Luna was a baby. And she's become one of my closest friends. And she and Luna yeah. and Effie are like best mates. So yeah, I think kids have opened up another sort of door for me. But in terms of like my actual kind of crew, my core, it's probably got smaller. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't yeah. it? And I think I think it just changes, you know, as as things happen in your yeah. life, doesn't yeah. it? It kind of gets bigger and then smaller. Yeah. Um, and that's fine. Do you and your husband have an equal split of childcare? housework mental load (laughs) I'm gonna say no do you not think no you don't definitely not mental load definitely not you know like I'm the one who knows when the school trips are that it's own clothes day that this you know that's around parenting that's around the the clubs need yeah the clubs need to be paid for like all that stuff um Childcare, no, obviously I do way more, um, but I'm at home more, like at the moment, so that's that. And housework, actually quite, yeah, we're quite even on housework now. So, yeah, Mm, I mean, I definitely definitely do more. I I don't know what it is, but I think as women, naturally, we kind of try and do it all um, to our own detriment as well. (sighs) Yeah, I reckon it's probably 55, 45 that's pretty good yeah I think there's a lot of stuff that gets done in the house that he probably doesn't know that I do but I think what I'm really I'm so lucky to have a partner who you know I work weekends so there's a lot of the time my daughter's doing the kids and hanging out with friends without me and that kind of thing and you know he'll get up with them in the morning whilst I'm getting ready for shoot or you know he'll he'll get back for school pickup if I'm busy in London or what you know we have very much of a of a, of a balance when it comes to stuff like that he has obviously got this new job so he's he's been out quite a lot the last couple of months and so I've I've sort of picked that slack up but to be honest with you I've quite enjoyed it because I was just absent working for a long time you know so it's been it's been really lovely for me yeah and if I ever have a problem with it or feel like it's not on an even keel I just we have a conversation around it I'm not I'm not worried to to say like there's the washing machine can you do a couple of loads for me or can you cook dinner because I'm doing x y and z like he knows he knows how important my job is to me and also how financially it's really important as well yeah do you know I was actually gonna say like for what three years before I went on maternity leave with Gigi James did way more childcare than I did yes like way more he was with Axel 
pretty much every day. He finishes mm. work at like 2.30 every single day. So he mm. was there. He was the one picking up. Um, and, you know, when I go back to work, it will be the same again. Um, so that's, I mean, yeah, that's why I don't, I'm quite happy to do it. Like Zoe said, at the moment, I'm, ha- I'm happy doing, you know, more because I can. Like I can do more at the moment. <sighs> yeah, it's, a, it's always a tricky one. I, I, I mean, I'd love to do it all, but, <laughs> but I can't. <laughs> Dawson said that to me the other day. I was like, I want to do it all. He was like, you can't. I was like, oh, I'm going to keep going until I try, until yeah, exactly. I, I, I get there. Um, do you know what? I think that's probably us for today, George, because we've been talking oh, yeah. for 45 minutes and we need to um, get on with our get on with our weekends. But um, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for sending in all of your questions. As always, these Friday episodes don't happen without you. So um, yeah, we really appreciate all of the questions. And I love the range of questions as well. I know. George exactly. and I were saying, we had quite a few saying, what is your what does a typical day look like for you when you're not recording the podcast so we'll we'll do we'll film that and put that up on IG TV because that could be fun yes no we definitely will and any more suggestions like of Friday Q&A topics um, just keep them coming because we've been doing a lot of these so not yeah. that we're running out of ideas but it would be great to get your input because of course this podcast is for you guys um, and you can drop us a DM anytime you want we're on at Made by Mummers or on Zoe's own channel at Zoe Hardman and we would love you to rate review subscribe and follow the podcast as well and as Georgia said keep those suggestions coming in and we'll see you on Tuesday flexibility is great that's why there's yoga flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too that's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 